Explore your thoughts. Learn what you think you already know. We're taking you on a journey to the other side. Welcome everyone to another edition of The Other Side. To continue our election coverage for here in a, locally in Avalos Parish, we have in District 4, Mr. Ernest Anderson. He is running against the incumbent, Glenn McKinley. Just a program note, Glenn McKinley has refused, not refused, he has uh, declined to come on the podcast. So we will be releasing this immediately after our interview here with Mr. Ernest Anderson, District 4. So hello, Mr. Anderson. Thanks for coming on the program. We're glad to have you on. If you can tell us a little bit about yourself, who is Ernest? Yeah, well, I'm Ernest Anderson. Uh, I'm married to my wife, Teresa uh, Jenkins, uh, where I live in Cottonport. Uh, and I was the former chief of police where I retired as chief of police in the town of Cottonport. And uh, so I decided to run for uh, this position in District 4. Uh, and that's, what I, that's why I'm here uh, to today. Okay. Well, we're, we're glad you came on. Mm-hmm. So you said you were chief of police of uh, Cottonport. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, I was in law enforcement for 20 years as a cop. And eight of those years, I was the chief of police in the town of Cottonport. And you've also worked, you said, in Rapids Parish? As yeah, a- I, I worked with Rapids uh, Parish Sheriff Office. That's why I started law enforcement right there. Then I came to uh, Marksville uh, Sheriff's Office. I worked over there uh, in the leadership of Doug Anderson. I worked over there uh, a while. Then that's when I left there and went to Cottonport working part-time. Got a chance to meet a lot of people, uh, uh, you know, with good attitude, knew how to talk to people. And so people wanted me to run for chief of police. So I said, no, I didn't think so. So then they kept admit with it, and so I decided, okay, well, why not? So I went on and ran for chief of police. In 2012, in 2012, I won the election. I took office in 2013. Okay. And you, and, and you, from, so you served from 2018. You served there for eight years. No, 2012, I won the election. Right, yeah, yeah. Okay, and, until... Until uh, I, I was eight years, 2020. I, I, 2020, okay. Yeah. I understand. All right, Mr. Ernest, so I'm going to ask you, why are you running? What made you decide to run for police jury? Well, you know, I'm running to represent uh, the town of, uh, I mean, District 4, which is the town of Cottonpoke, Mansour, and Moraville. And I'm running because I think that it's good that uh, new people can come in uh, with a good uh, uh, ideas, uh, maybe have a uh, a uh, well, a good a good ideas, and uh, and I just want to share that with uh, people of different four, and some of, some I make some people have a vision, different uh, a vision uh, come in, uh, you know, with the uh, and give to that district four, come in with a vision. I'm, I'm gonna put it like that. Right. So yeah. what so what do you think you can do better for district four or for the parish as a whole? I you know, I think I can do better by I mean being out there 
today, and uh, yesterday, day before, by listening to the, uh, the voters, uh, <clears throat> things that, uh, that they want. Uh, I've already said that uh, I, those are the things that I was going to do. And I know, so I know that I can do better because they're having problems out there now. Some people don't even know their uh, they juror. Who is their police juror? And uh, they would ask me, well, you know, when I'm out there on the campaign trail, well, uh, who, am, who, who are my uh, police juror now? I said, well, I don't know him, but I, I, I just can tell you I know his name, and I tell him their name. But I said, well, okay, well, I don't know him. And uh, so he don't even come by, you know. And if I'm, if I'm elected as uh, the juror, I'm going to make sure they know who I am. You know, and I'm not going to go around there to maybe like uh, the next time for the election to ask for their support. I want to go around and see what their concerns are, uh, uh, if there are any issues that they have. You know, you know and uh, I want them to uh, call me. I'm going to give them my phone number. I want them to call me if they have anything that they want to say to me uh, that they want me to uh, uh, do for them. And not only in District 4. If uh, in other districts can't get with their juror, can't call them, can't get in touch with them, call me, and I try to get in touch with them, or I can lead you to someone that can help you in that district. You brought up a good point that I uh, asked all my guests. Mm -hmm. uh, this question was one of the last questions, but you kind of brought it up: an open door policy. Someone has needs, they're gonna call you. Just touched on that. So if someone has concerns, uh, because this will occupy more of your time. People are going to have drainage problems, road problems, or they're going to be calling, hey, Mr. Ernest, we have this or that issue. Are you willing to accept that challenge and have an open-door policy and accept the phone calls and, and basically the headache that comes Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is uh, uh, have, have already uh, – I've already thought about this, you know, uh, about open-door policy. Even when I was the chief of police, my door was always open uh, for the public. Uh, they would call me in the day and they call me at night and my door was always open for them. Now, being a, a, a police juror, uh, I'm going to have an open door policy. They can call me anytime uh, they get ready. The door is going to always be open, you know, and uh, I have had an open door policy with the town of Cottonport for uh, eight years when I was the chief of police over there. Okay. Shifting gears a little, a little bit, you, uh, you have a lot of experience in the waste management business. Absolutely. Right? So what can you provide for the parish with using your knowledge and experience with that, maybe to make it better as far as the solid waste? And Well, you know, I, I, we're all together in the uh, garbage industry. I got 38 years experience. I work for waste management. Uh, Omega One, Diamond Disposer, uh, ISI, Waste Connection, and uh, all of those people, all those companies I work for. Now, uh, there were times that when I when I was the uh, operations supervisor, I had a uh, broom and a shovel on the truck. So when you waste glass and uh, uh, a trash in somebody's driveway, but then you ought to pick it up. You ought to pick it up and because we don't want to cut nobody's tires, you know. And uh, the garbage cans are to be 
place where they have them at, not dump them and put them in the garbage, put the, uh, uh, the garbage can halfway in the driveway. I see a lot of that. I saw a lot on the campaign trail, you know, and uh, that is incorrect. I mean, we don't want to do that. We don't want to throw people garbage cans in the ditches. Uh, I, I myself had to go out and clean up in front of my house, you know. Um, I myself had to go out and get my garbage can out the ditch. So I'll call the supervisor at Waste uh, Connection. I, t- and I told him about that. You see, at one point, I was his supervisor. And uh, I told him about it. So one thing that I'm going to do if I'm elected, I'm going to visit the garbage company. And I'm going to let them know what I've seen on the campaign trail. Uh, and I don't think it's fair. And one, one thing uh, that we, uh, we have in Cottonport, now whether this going in other towns, it could be. I don't know. But in Cottonport, I know for sure. We set your garbage uh, out at, on Tuesday nights. And on Wednesday uh, morning, you know, they're supposed to come by and pick it up. Sometime when I come back from work at, uh, what, Tuesday night, my garbage still out. So it don't get packed. I mean, I'm, Wednesday night, I'm sorry, Wednesday right. night is still, still out. So now I'm, I'm, I'm wondering why. Why is this happening? Why is the garbage not picked up? So sometimes I'll get picked up on Thursday. So I want to go to the garbage company and I want to uh, visit them. And I want them to uh, explain to me why is people garbage setting out uh, on, on Thursday when they probably picked up on Wednesday morning when we set out on, on Tuesday night. I want to know, I, I, you know, and, and I, I want to know why uh, uh, trash is left in front of people's driveway. How can they operate more efficient? Right. And get things done. Right. In a, a right. Because, you know, timely manner. Exactly. Because if you got a rainy day and a lady, she have, uh, she getting ready to go to work. Garbage man don't come by. He picking her trash up while she's getting ready for work. But her garbage can is in the driveway. Well, how is she supposed to get out? Right. Or she come in uh, from uh, work, her drive. Way, I mean, her driveway is full of uh, trash. Her driveway uh, have a can in the way. So how 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 does she supposed to uh, move move the can? She supposed to get out of her car, move the can in the rain. Right, and they yeah. could have just set the trash can off to the side instead of slinging it in the driveway. Right, right. It made everybody's day exactly much better. And exactly. And I've seen uh, on the campaign trail, you know, people garbage can in the ditch. You know. Right. So, Mr. Ernest, we'll we'll move on. We uh. Over here in the podcast, we like being as unbiased and as fair and everything. So we don't want to turn it into a mudslinging kind of thing. But uh, mm. do you have any thoughts on the current incumbent, uh, Mr. Glenn McKinley? Yeah, you, you know, uh, I think that he's not represented the whole district for because of what I'm hearing on the campaign trail, you know. And, uh, and I know that uh, I can do better, a better job uh, than him. Uh, and that going, uh, I can prove that when I'm elected. Um, you know, everything I've seen, everything people ask me about the incumbent, uh, uh, who is our, uh, our, uh, juror now, you know, say, I don't know him. I, I've never, uh, never seen him. He seen me. He don't come by. I said, okay, well, ma'am, I, I promise you one thing. If I'm elected, I'll be coming by and seeing you and not just on election, not just when time for the, for the, uh, to vote again. You'll see me uh, to come by and hear your concerns. Uh, see what what can I help you at? Well, you know, and you'll know how to get in touch with me. So, if you could give the the parish a grade, 
A through F on the conditions from roads, drainage, the the police jury in general. What kind of a grade could you give it on A through F? Probably a C. A C. Yeah, probably a C. <laughs> a lot of what we've been getting is D's and C's is what um, sort of everyone's kind of been their opinions of it. Yeah, well, then you know I'm right. Right. <laughs> so uh, let's move on. We're going to jump gears right here. What, what What are your thoughts about term limits? You know, term limits. I, I think that um, a person, not just in police jury office, in all the offices that uh, people hold, I think that if it was a term limit, then people can come in uh, with new ideas, uh, new thoughts, uh, and with fresh ideas, you know. And then that way uh, we can, you know, move our parish, you know, forward. Uh, but we don't want, I mean, people that have been in the office for a long time. Uh, now, I, I think that I'm, I'm with uh, term limit. Anytime we can, anything that we can set in place for term limit, I, I'm all for it. And keep the new ideas yeah, and everything yeah, right. constantly exactly. rolling. Exactly. All right, next up, we're going to ask uh, the Home Rule Charter. That's been a big topic lately, and the way the police jury has been handling it. And yeah. I know it's hard to say if you support Home Rule Charter because it hadn't been written yet. Yeah. But uh, there is an effort, you know, by the police jury to, I don't want to say silence the voters and the petition goers. Mm -hmm. But they have made an effort to, you know, put a wrench in the home the home rule charter. It just came out last week. I had asked on previous podcasts, some of my guests, how much money had they spent on lawyer fees? And we all know it's $175 per hour, but I asked if there was a total. And at that time, the information was not available, or at least that's what we were told. But now it's come out, it's over $35,000. Mm -hmm. for the lawyer fees and and the case is not done right there it's gonna concur more it's so so what is your overall thoughts about mm. where this is going how we got to where we are with these lawyer fees and maybe what should have happened what would you like to see happen in terms of this whole rule chart uh, you, you chart? know you know I, I would like to see you know it's uh written you know uh, on on table for, for me to look at and see, you know, uh, and if I look at it, you know, if in writing, I can look at it, I can say, okay, well, this sounds good. But then if I look at it and it don't, uh, uh, it's not good, but then I'm, I'm against it. I'm going to say, okay, well, the, the, the voters have the right to, uh, uh, to decide at the end of the day. And so uh, I would encourage the voters to, uh, to go for it if it's the right thing, if it's good. But if it's not good, uh, I'm I'm not a, I'm, I won't uh, support that, you know, because right. at the end of the day, uh, we want to uh, satisfy the voters, you know, at the end of the day, right. and and on, on every uh, uh, district, in every district, the whole voice parish. Yeah, you so know, you saying throw it to the people and then decide if we don't people don't like it, vote it down. Exactly, and we're back to where we're at. Right, I mean, if people don't like it. You know, we, 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 we can't force them to like it. You know, if they don't like it, well, I mean, you know, we just stay where we are. Right. You know. All right, Mr. Ernest, I have one more tough question for you. Okay, <laughs> oh, man, I said tough, man. Where is your, can you explain to the public your uh, district lines? What, where, 
your your district kind of tell the area and everything my producer emily she's going to pull it up on screen so they're going to be watching so while she has it pulled up so for, for the viewers it's everything that's in the yellow or green whatever that is if you can just kind of briefly tell the area where district four encompasses yeah well district four is going to be in uh starting let's just say we start in cottonport uh we uh going to do everything in cottonport except across the bayou so we won't be uh that won't be in district four uh so we everything in cottonport uh is district four and then in in uh Murrayville, uh we'll go down and in Murrayville we'll start on uh uh, long, let's see, uh, Highway 114 will work our way toward Murrayville and, and the Bayou de Glace, you know, all of that is it would be in District uh, 4. And once we get into, travel down uh, 114, and once we get into, into Murrayville, we got uh, the, the entire city limits of Murrayville. I think that's uh, going to be uh, District 4. And, uh, of course, uh, Mansura. Uh, we'll start working in Mansura. We'll work uh, on Highway uh, 107 coming from Cottonport. Do, do we'll go down uh, to 107 uh, until we get to uh, Bayou, uh, Bayou Baton, Rouge, Baton Rouge. And we can make the left and work all the way up to left, make the seven. Then we can come back, uh, Pink's Lane, uh, go go down across the railroad track and uh, get going downtown Main Street down uh, Mansura and then work everything until you're right. And uh, most of everything to your left. It looks like the large road, mm -hmm. everything. If you're coming from Mansura, headed to uh, Hasmer or Fifth or whatever you want to call that area, leaving from Leglise uh, Street, yeah. it'd be everything on the left. Mm -hmm. And then the right would be District, what does that say? Two. That'd be District Two. So, so in Cottonport, you said everything across the river. You talking about the main bayou when you get into Cottonport? Yeah, we don't we, we don't do uh, uh, the across the bayou in Cottonport. We just do on. Uh, it's it looks safe. like that would be district. That'd be district eight. I don't know what district it would be, but if, if you're coming from Mansur, mm -hmm. and once you get into Cottonport, uh, on the right side by the bayou, that's across the bayou. That's that's not okay. in district. Yeah, that looks like district eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we yeah we just interviewed Sam Pierce, and uh, we're waiting to get back from John Earls if he's gonna come on or not, and then uh, before we release anything. But anyways, okay. So there you go. There, there's your district for District Four, just to kind of give everybody because we know we have new district lines now starting this year. Mm -hmm. That's why every interview we try to put up everything on the on the screen so everybody can kind of see where they. Like you said earlier, they don't even know what district they're in. Right, right. Then your police jury district differs from your school board district right, and then yeah. water district and Absolutely. there's so many districts. Mm -hmm. So, Mr. Ernest, one more. Uh, it's not a question. It's why should people vote for you? So this is your chance to tell your your voters mm -hmm. why should they vote for Ernest Anderson? I, I think that they want to vote for me because um, I, I'm fair, I'm uh, truthful, uh, and uh, I uh, I'm going to always have an open door policy. I want to listen to them uh, when they call me. Uh, you know, whenever they call me, I want to. Uh, if if I have to go out, I go out. If for some reason, the garbage company uh, miss uh, some people call, may call and say, look, uh, 
I got five houses on this road. The garbage uh, truck, he just passed by. And uh, the day is uh, uh, Friday. They don't come back till next Friday. Uh, I have company come in, you know, and, and, and uh, over the weekend. So I'm going to do my best to get in touch with the supervisor and let's get these five houses off the road, off the street, pick them up. Uh, anything I can help in to make our parish better, I'm, uh, you know, uh, that's why I'm running. Uh, that's what I want to do, you know, and, uh, and I, I'm asking people for their support uh, like I did today. Uh, and I would always uh, answer their call when they call me. Uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to be there for the people. Uh, and I, I, I uh, do my best uh, to serve them as their juror. Uh, and I will uh, come to them uh, and visit upon them, not just on Election Day. You know, when it's close to election, I, I want to go by there and visit them. Uh, you know, uh, before way before the election, see how's everything been? Do you have any concern? Uh, you have any issues? Uh, uh, what could I do for help? I want to go by there with pad and pa- uh, pad and pencil, write it down, then bring it back to the police juror. Say, look, this is what I found out. You know what I'm saying? So this is what I like to get. You know, uh, uh, get done for, for our parish. You know, if anybody I'm sitting there, I will say this again. If anybody uh, in any other district call me. You know, I want to be there for them. You know, not just in District 4. I mean, you know, I'm going to represent District 4. You know, don't get me wrong. I'm going to make sure I represent, I represent District 4. But if any other district call me, they can't get in touch with their police juror, I want to be there for them. I want to help them contact their juror. And then because uh, I think that uh, all the people in the voice parish, we want to uh, get a voice you know, on his feet. Not just... One district or the next, you're running for the parish as yes. a whole. You want to be a voice to help move the parish entirely to Absolutely. move it forward. Absolutely. Well, Mr. Ernest, I really appreciate you coming out on the program. Mm-hmm. And I I do hope that if you do get elected, you're mm-hmm. not a stranger to the program. You'll yeah. come back on for interviews and updates on things and right. give information out because that's what this podcast is all about, just getting information out to the voters. All right. And I really appreciate you coming on. I think it's very important for everyone to hear your side and, and everyone's side, right. the, the full spectrum of things. Mm-hmm. So thanks for coming on. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Ernest Anderson, District 4 Police Jury. What is your number on the ballot? 62. 62. Mr. Ernest Anderson, 62 on the ballot. Thank you, everyone, for watching. This is The Other Side. I want to be like you. I want to be like you.